listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast, the on-time edition. That's right. <laughs> this week. Seems like we were just doing this. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Tiny, and this is John, and we're going to talk about odd news and also just stuff that's going on. Yeah, maybe some TikTok. Yeah, I mean, we might as well just get into TikTok because we're talking about that right now. I've I told everybody last week I become TikTok famous. I don't remember how many views my video has, mm-hmm. but it has over thirteen thousand now. How does? I mean, I wish I understood the inner workings of TikTok because it seems like anybody can be famous on TikTok sure. and get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah, no, millions. Yeah. Is it because there's that many people in China? <laughs> so you just can't help but get that many views. According to Thomas, that the more your video is interacted with after uploading it is the more people that will see it. Hmm. So I had the hater guy that I talked about who commented, and there were some comments that went back and forth. Got people clicking like on the video. And all that is just boosting it. Just Yeah, it was right. boosting it. Now, it appears to have leveled off in the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think all the perverts on the internet have seen it. Because <laughs> I as, as I was telling you, I picked up a lot of followers. <laughs> used to, my only followers on TikTok were my family members mm-hmm. that had it. And now I have a bunch of what appears to be almost all grown men with entirely blank profiles, but it'll be like crackhead Chris 067543 <laughs> now follows you because in the video, which you saw before we came on there, I don't consider it to be inappropriate. No, no, I don't it's think not. Libby's doing anything inappropriate. I think that the weirdos are just hoping that I will allow my daughter to do inappropriate <laughs> stuff. I don't, I don't know. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have all them. I'm gonna take them off my page here, but I got to get all I can out of them first. So mm-hmm. also uploaded a video of Hudson that was about three years old um, the other day, and it has a grand total of 42 views on it, as opposed to 13,000. So that's and really damaged his confidence. <laughs> well, what's the difference between Libby's video and Thomas's video? Well, it's Hudson's, but uh, or yeah, Hudson's, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I think Hudson's video is as far as being funny is much greater. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Than the one of Libby. For uh, sure. If I was on TikTok, which I'm not, I need to get on TikTok. I've been told by everybody I need you to get be on addicted TikTok. to it. Yeah. You need to set yourself some limits. If I was on TikTok, that's the video I would heart. Absolutely. Right. And like Libby's, uh, nothing against Libby, but yeah. I would probably scroll. Sure. I'd, right. I'd scroll to something but else. Number one, it's like all my friends that have teenage daughters on Facebook and everything. They'll upload pictures of their daughter, and I want to be like, yay, I'm, I'm glad your daughter's going to prom or whatever. But the backside of me is like, I don't want to look like a pervert, <laughs> and so I just never do. Yes. So if you're listening to this and you have a daughter – that, and I never interact anytime you put stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't want to be viewed as some sort of weirdo. Yeah, you know? and don't get your feelings hurt because I promise you there are plenty of creepy middle-aged oh, dudes out there yes. that will pour over those oh. photos, all every one you post. They will comment about how beautiful and stunning. Like, the weirdos on the internet, they are unabashedly weird. You yes. know, like, they have no filter or anything yeah. like that. So. It's been quite an experience. And also, it seems to me, now this is coming more from Facebook, but a lot of girls who just love to post selfies of themselves every single day, I can't see into their heads, 
but it seems from an outsider's perspective almost like they're really getting a kick out of those comments from now, weird, creepy <laughs> middle-aged dudes. Are you meaning to tell me that women love attention? Because <laughs> I was unaware it of that. It seems like that. Okay, all right. Some women. Yeah, no, I think so, too. Yeah. My wife doesn't post selfies every day, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine with me. I don't want a bunch of weirdos out there commenting on it one time. Like, there was one Instagram account that followed me or whatever, and uh, occasionally, you know, she'll just show up in my feed or what. But, like, if you click on her profile, every single picture is, like, one every day. Oh, and it's yeah. her. It's just a selfie of her sure. in her room. Yeah. No, I know. And it's every day. Well, I think it's because, number one, women gas women up. We we discussed this. We did discuss this. You know, this, they talk yes. about how beautiful everybody is every time they post it. And so they get that gratification. Mm-hmm. It's like a dopamine hit. And so they just continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you post a selfie, everybody, all your buddies <laughs> are like, you look stupid. You know, <laughs> like your head's gotten bigger. Oh, you're losing all your hair. You put on weight. And so we won't do it. We're Maybe like a, I should. It's protectionism for us. <laughs> Maybe I should start trolling. Like I should just, I'd be like, oh, it's, a, it's a decent picture, but man, one eyebrow looks bigger than the other in this picture. <laughs> you don't want to do that to women. Because then, because women know what it, I mean, all right. No joke. I, I make no illusions that women don't have a rougher path in society than mm-hmm. men do. Okay. But because of that reason, they will rush to the defense of each other. You know, right. like if you see a guy getting ripped on the internet, <laughs> it's will, funny. Yeah, Everybody's will, laughing. You and you're probably going to dogpile in <laughs> yes, on it. That's exactly <laughs> it. You're going to jump in and try to hurt his feelings more instead of going, Hey guys, okay, beauty's in the eye of the beholder or whatever, you know? It's like you put four or five pit bulls together, and sometimes they'll all jump on the weakest one <laughs> and right. just tear him limb from limb. Well, until a baby walks by, then they'll all get <laughs> gather together to go eat the baby, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it is, is that you got to be careful if you're going to down a woman on the internet, because you're also going to get all the simps that are going to join in on her calls, <laughs> yeah. too. Those are the guys that post beautiful mm-hmm. under their picture. But if your goal is just to get a whole bunch of reactions, thereby yeah. boosting your post. Sure. No, you got it. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to start doing on the stuff we put up. <laughs> yeah. Just start talking bad about people. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The internet's a weird place. Yes. And I've come all too familiar with it, I believe, this uh, past week, and unintentionally. And I also think that the internet is like a wonderful mirror of humanity sure. that just underscores yeah. how bad we truly are. <laughs> if, if people could see into our hearts with an MRI machine and see our thoughts <laughs> laid bare, we would all be extremely crazy. That's the out. internet. I mean, that is the internet. <laughs> no, that's right. I think we talked about this last week. Like, you think of the godliest man you know, oh, and yeah. inside his brain, he's a completely different person. Yes. You know, now he may control it, and that's great. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, that's really good. But well, at heart, yeah. a snake is still a snake. Sure. No matter how long he stays behind the glass right. and doesn't bite anybody, well, like, still a snake. I heard somebody say once, like, you know, uh, when you're like the first time you you have relations with your wife, mm-hmm. you know, she may be like, well, what are you into? And you have to be like... I, I can't tell you at all. <laughs> I'm just into you. Yeah, like, like no, you don't. You don't want to get into this brain right now. I want to ease you into this over time. 
know, like, you know, you know, I can't say that out loud. I'm just, I'm into you, baby. After nearly 15 years of uh, marriage, me and Tara have still never had that conversation. Oh, for real? <laughs> uh, that's good. There'll come a time where you need to just lay it bare and be like, no, I like this. You know, I want you to put a padlock on it or so, you know, like whatever weird stuff you may be into. You just got to get it out there. Yeah. Know? And then they may be like, I'm not doing that. And you're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I get it. I know it's weird. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, Some doors are best left closed. Yeah. I mean, you need to you need to really read the room before you have that conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a, and like in that movie, was it that movie old school? <laughs> Someone says, Hey, what's what goes on in these four walls stays in these four that's walls. Right. And you can this is the trust tree. Yeah. And nothing. That's all a bunch of bull. Okay, don't ever believe that. Don't ever believe that. I was like a friend of mine was like, "Hey, me and my wife had this conversation, and she was like, what are you into?'" And he's like, "Well, it's always been my fantasy to have a threesome." And she was like, <laughs> "Mine too." And he was like, <laughs> "Oh no, this is the greatest day of my life." And then she was like, "Yeah, I can't imagine how great it would be to have two guys at once." <laughs> he was like, okay. "No, we're not talking about the same thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you, you got to be prepared for the answers you may get. To. No, right. There you go. Well, there you go, uh, Gabby Girl and all the other miners <laughs> listening to the show. We wasted no time. <laughs> we just got right on into it. Well, uh, what kind of stories are you? Do you have this week? Uh, well, for one, I can't figure out where my story went. Okay, well, let me tell you about mine. I got one that is a surprise story. But it's going to be familiar when I talk about it, which you will enjoy, I'm sure. Also have a sea snake story, a story about sea snakes, <laughs> and a uh, QAnon January 6th type story where a guy's in trouble because of that. So Okay. Yeah. I have a story about McDonald's ice cream. Okay. I have a story about Canadian coyotes. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to start with this one, and I just want all the other Baptists who are listening to this, we got one, okay? We we scored a victory <laughs> here. Okay. Yes. I, want, I don't want to pump everybody up, high fives all around, go team. Let's get it going. OnlyFans says it will ban sexually explicit content. There we go. My boycott worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finally. Finally, my boycott worked. Yes. This comes from BuzzFeed via Yahoo News. OnlyFans, the app most known for its adult-only content. And I just wanted to say that I thought that's all it was. I had yeah, no idea there was any non-adult-oriented content on that site. Well, I, that's what I've gathered from what you've told me from your <laughs> visits to it, Tiny. That, that was all that was there. I've never looked into it. Yeah. Right. I, I've never been to the site itself, but there's been plenty of stories about <laughs> this nurse. She yeah. used to make... $40,000, oh, but now she makes 150000 every month. A girl I know had an OnlyFans, mm -hmm. uh, and she was promoting it real hard for a little while, and I think she figured <laughs> out she hard. wasn't making any money on it, and <laughs> yeah. this kind of went away. You know, oh. I don't want to ask her, like, what happened to your OnlyFans? You know? <laughs> not enough fans. I guess not. But anyway, it says that it will now prohibit the sexually explicit photos and videos that have made the company worth as much as a billion dollars. Wow. A billion dollars. That's a lot. Horny people everywhere. <laughs> the company confirmed Thursday in a statement to BuzzFeed News that starting October 1st, the devil's month, 
<laughs> That's right. It will prohibit any sexually explicit content on its app. Nudity that is not sexually explicit will remain allowed, though. Okay. So, so this is like, I guess, artfully. Art, yeah. <laughs> like the nudes that I take. Yes. They're very tasteful. Yes. <laughs> on Friday, OnlyFans sent an email to creators detailing the new policy. Intercourse and masturbation isn't allowed. This sounds like my house. <laughs> so... I, I mean, I guess you can still hold a banana. <laughs> you just can't use it for certain things. <laughs> well, okay. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into your story and go off the rails here, but uh, why can't me and you or anybody just create OnlyFans to Electric Boogaloo and it's all <laughs> explicit content? Well, that that may be what happens yeah, right, as a result more than of likely, this, yeah. yeah. I don't I imagine a lot of dudes are signing up just to see a girl sit there without a shirt on. I don't know, though. Could be. I I feel, and okay, I don't know, but it seems like OnlyFans was almost uh, kind of breaking the fourth wall. Like, like anybody can Google image search whatever it is they want to search and probably come up with whatever it is they're looking for. No, if you're into padlocks, (laughs) (laughs) there's a website for it, I guarantee you. Yeah. But this was, hey, this is a real flesh and blood person somewhere. And she's going to write, She's going to blog on this and show us. And it's, yeah. It's almost like a blurring of the boundaries yeah. between this the is, person and the audience. This kinda. is the person that's checking you out at Dollar General. You know, <laughs> right. like there's where the fantasy is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In order to ensure the long term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines, the company said. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. Okay. Uh, Billy Procia, a creator on OnlyFans, told BuzzFeed News that he's trying not to freak out over the policy change. He is a comedian and host the Man Whore podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to be guests on there. How come they didn't ask us yeah. what, what we think about this? <laughs> like, we need an OnlyFans now, you know? <laughs> yeah. But he said that he has paid for his rent from the explicit content that he makes off of OnlyFans. So dudes are making, dudes have OnlyFans? Well, you know, there's a lot of dudes who like dudes. Sure. So, And maybe this is part of that, what I was talking about last week, like female-centric stuff, too. Right. I, I don't know. Like, maybe he's loading the dishwasher without his pants on or something. Like, okay, look, I have seen no numbers. Yeah. But just, I get... The feeling that there's probably more female creators on there than male. I would guess so, yeah. But that's not to say men can't do it, no. too. Yeah, why not? Especially if you're the creator the of the Man Whore podcast. No, yeah, you're equal, equal opportunities, <laughs> yes. not equal outcomes. Uh, he said, this will take away a leg of my overall income as a creator, he said. No summer, pun intended. <laughs> summer was slower, but I was averaging my rent each month. Lily Sabine said that she makes anywhere from $100 to $1,200 on OnlyFans for her explicit content. A month? A month. $100 which, is not enough for me to type my that's pants That's a off. huge... Yeah, that's like, a big swing. That's a range. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to be guaranteed $1,200 before I get naked. It says that uh, it makes up about half of her income, and it helps towards her student loans. Unfortunately, if I can't quickly get my fan base over to another platform... It will take out a major chunk of my income, my content income, she told BuzzFeed News. It can be super hard to convert followers over to new platforms. 
and I'm going to have to rebuild everything from scratch if OnlyFans kicks sex workers and lewd creators off the program off the platform. Look, the Taliban gets back in charge, <laughs> and immediately OnlyFans gets taken down. High five, Taliban! I mean, we're on the right for once. We're on the right side of history with the Taliban. <laughs> Axios has previously reported that OnlyFans is struggling to find outside investors because of its adult content, which I didn't think it would exist if it didn't have that content on there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why, if you were an investor, why that would scare you away unless you were afraid, like, things that were against the law started getting posted on there or something like that. Yeah, and again, I don't know this, but it seems like I've heard they definitely have a problem with like trafficking and things like oh, that. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that'd be, well, I mean, as we talked about to open this show, like the perverts will find their way into anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it works on the internet, I guess. Anything you have, they'll try to exp- find a way to use it. These changes are to comply with the request of our banking partners and payout providers, the company said on Thursday. Even though OnlyFans describes itself as a subscription social platform for creators and their fans to connect, it is most known for those who use it for sex work. Details about its upcoming acceptable use policy were not immediately available. The company added that it will release more information in coming days and said it remains committed to supporting its creators through the changes. We remain dedicated to our community of 130 million users and over 2 million creators that have earned over $5 billion on our platform, the company said. The platform has taken off in the past year, especially as unemployed people have looked for ways to make money off of adult content during the pandemic. The company is now seeking a billion-dollar valuation and has also debuted a safer-work version of its app. So this is... Something that you can search on your work computer, John. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> uh, I wonder who's going to like. Would you pay a subscription to to watch Gordon Ramsay cook? No, know? I wouldn't. Yeah, me either. I mean, I wonder what type of creators they're going for. Like, well, come, I would come think- learn how to play the guitar at OnlyFans or. Well, whatever. I think this would probably be someone like. I, okay, I don't know. Say someone has like a, a successful YouTube channel. Sure. And then they figure out, hey, you like watching all my YouTube stuff, but I yeah. get naked on OnlyFans <laughs> if you want to give me more money and go look at that. But so, now that it exists, like once they take all the, the dirty stuff off of it, it would be like Dude Perfect going, oh, you like, <laughs> which I'm, I don't like Dude Perfect. But, oh, you like watching you like- <laughs> me make trick shots? Come pay, you know, nine ninety nine a month to watch me make trick shots on OnlyFans or something. Right. And then I would imagine everyone would be like, uh, no, we're not going to. We're not going to do that. Well, I know. Okay, we're on Patreon. Sure. It seems like I heard on another show that when it first started, it was a, what am I trying to say? Like a competitor of Patreon. All right. And then, but Patreon wouldn't allow sexually explicit content. And OnlyFans was like, hey, knock yourselves oh, yeah. out. Anything you want. And so that's that was what gave rise uh, to OnlyFans. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I I don't know. And now they're trying to go the way of Patreon, trying yeah. to clean up their image somewhat. Right. And <laughs> all these all these naked folks are like, well, what am I going to do now? Yeah, no, I was making money hand over fist <laughs> on this thing. Y'all are kicking me off. But that's someone. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to go to Tumblr. <laughs> I would say someone will step up. And fill the fill the void. Better <laughs> better choice of words than what I was really going with. 
uh, originally going to go with and say, all right, well, here's a website where you can pay to watch people, yeah. you know, get New naked. Chicksanddudes.net. Yeah, right. I mean, let's, we better put that and go to GoDaddy.com. And, I better not. And reserve that. <laughs> we could sell it to someone else. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of crazy, but a good day for all of the chaste Americans like you and I. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, all you uh, floozies, and I don't know what you call a male yeah. floozy. Gigolo. Yeah, I guess so. Some, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I know you're sad about OnlyFans, Tiny, but at least, I mean, it'll be like getting a pay raise for you now because all your subscriptions will go away, <laughs> and that money will be back into your pocket. So that's good. But I'm about to hurt your feelings some more. Okay. This article is from August 17th, so very recent. And uh, it's something that we've talked about before. Uh, KFC has the fastest drive through Chick- <laughs> Chick-fil-A has the slowest, a study says. Okay, you know what? I'm willing to go with uh, the fastest drive through but I'm not convinced that Chick-fil-A is the slowest. I want to bring up that I have brought up this the points in this article multiple times <laughs> in Discord, Facebook, everywhere else. Go on and read your story. Just let me, I'm over here reordering the <laughs> some of my stories. Go ahead. <laughs> the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic has many of us spending more time in the drive-through line than ever before. Wait times felt longer because they were. A new study from C-Level HX tracked fast food drive through wait times, and 2020 saw a dramatic uptick. Never heard of it. Oh, no. What's the name of that place again? C-Level HX. C-Lab, C-Lab 2020. <laughs> Wasn't that like an adult swim cartoon? <laughs> Never heard of it. This is the most respected <laughs> drive through timing organization in the world, Tony. <laughs> I will not let you besmirch the name of C-Level HX, which is S-E-E Level HX, okay? Uh, KFC led the nine other eateries. They did a total, a, a basically a top 10 here uh, in the study with customers cruising through its drive-through in just 283.3 seconds. That, that's a whole bucket of chicken, too, you know? <laughs> Yeah. At the very least, a, a two-piece combo or mm-hmm. something. Or about four and a half minutes. That's well below the 356.8 second average of the 10 tested brands. On the opposite end was Chick-fil-A, which averaged 488.8 seconds, which is just over eight minutes of wait time. Man. Okay, that sounds like a lot. It but does. But when there's 50 cars in front of you, that's still pretty impressive. No. No, it's not. <laughs> time is time, Tiny. Okay? Time is time. All right? And eight minutes is a long time. Ask my wife. Okay? <laughs> it's an extremely long time. Okay? So Arby's, uh, let's see, uh, quite a ninth place Arby's averaged 394.2. Now, do you want to guess where McDonald's was in all of this? A dead last. No, Chick-fil-A was last. That's exact. That's what I said in the headline. Chick-fil-A was last. Well, sure, when you're getting your stats from C-Lab. Look, cease and desist with a, with a C-Level HX slander, please. <laughs> McDonald's plays sixth. Okay. okay. So here is the top ten. KFC, 
because nobody's in their drive-thru. KFC, number one. Because <laughs> KFC is amazing. Are it you trying to say KFC is not good? <laughs> no, I, I like KFC. But okay. it is. But I have, when you ride by there, they don't, they're not doing as much business as Popeye's. And I don't know why that is. I am, you, you got a point. Popeye's will get out and out in the road sometimes. They will. Yeah. But Popeye's didn't even make the list. So there you go. <laughs> KFC, which I lovingly will always refer to as Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. I'll never stop. I know they like to rebrand and all that. Anyway, so they're number one. Number two, Taco Bell. All right. Now, do we need to discuss our Taco Bell, Taco Bell need? I ate Taco Bell for lunch today. Okay. And they were on the ball. All right. So maybe whatever problems they were having, they've got it fixed. Somebody was down on them on Facebook the, not long ago. They were struggling. And then I someone, think they had two people working someone there. Someone posted yeah. that too, that they only had two people working. But I was like, credit to our Taco Bell for being so <laughs> modern that they only need two people to work at it. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, Hardee's was number three. Surprising to me. Hardy's usually seems slow when I go to it. If you go there in the morning time, you're going to be there for a while. Hardy's definitely puts the A team on the breakfast. Group, they do. You know, yes. I mean, you got all the old ladies in there making biscuits and stuff that you're like, man, you should be retired, but you probably need health care. Medicaid's not covering the gap. For well, you, you got the retirees in there system. drinking that senior coffee. Sure. Nursing it for two hours <laughs> while they discuss the good old days. I was thinking about it. Never a worse time to be an old man than right now with fast food dining <laughs> yes. dining rooms being closed. Like, where do you get together to talk about the news of the day and how your garden's doing and all well, that? Well, that may be why we've got so many deaths. Sure. And then they rightly get branded COVID deaths because if it wasn't for COVID, they'd be drinking their <laughs> senior coffee they're, they're at Hardy's. Right they're drinking their free senior coffee. Next, and this was the biggest one. Oh, Carl's Jr. is next, which we don't which have Which is Carl's. the same thing. That's as a Hardee's in other places of the world, right? <laughs> yes. But after that, this was surprising to me, was Burger King. Huh. This is the Burger Kings in Tuscaloosa and Northport are trash. <laughs> they, they are horrible. I don't want to say that because I like Burger King. I love the food at Burger but King. But the Burger Kings in Tuscaloosa County yeah. are struggling. They're horrible. Yes. Now, years ago, they used to be really great. When mm-hmm. we lived in Fayette, when Deidre and I would go on dates to Tuscaloosa, this is how cheap I was. <laughs> we would come down, eat at Burger King, and because we have a Burger King at Fayette at that time. And then we would go see a movie and drive back. And that was like all the extra money I had. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, she stuck with me and married me because I'm an excellent person. You know, like (laughs) if you can date a girl like that for years and she's like, this guy's all right. Mm -hmm. She's either really dumb or you're really good. (laughs) You know, and my wife's not dumb. So, or she's been told she's trash all her life but what and thinks she can't do better <laughs> no what you gotta do is uh, and i would recommend anybody to this marry your little farm girl who mm-hmm. don't know anything about the big city living and then everything you do seems awesome deidre had never <laughs> yeah. flown on an air a commercial airplane until we were married so yeah you know i took her on an airplane she's like oh wow this is amazing you know <laughs> like maybe we're flying southwest this is not amazing I will briefly say I've had uh, many people ask me, how did I marry Tara? Mm-hmm. Like, how's a guy like you marry a girl like her? And I always say, if you had seen the dude that dumped her before <laughs> she started dating me, <laughs> it would make 100% perfect sense. And Deidre's last boyfriend before she started dating me was my cousin, too. So there we go. Which I'm kidding. Was she trying to get back at him? No, no, no. No, 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 no. She went out with me. I don't really know why she went out with me. I told her, like, I, I, I'd asked her to go to the prom. That was her first Yeah, you told date. that yeah. story. I've, yeah. I've been through that many a times. Every person who knows me has heard that story. Mm-hmm. 
Which and you took her because the school had a, you can only go to prom if you go to this high school. I couldn't take my other And you were dating some other girl. The head, the cheer, head cheerleader at Barry High School. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. No, Barry. she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, I believe you. She was beautiful. I didn't date ugly women. <laughs> you know? Like I, I tell my boys this. Like, if you're going to be attracted to a woman, there's nothing wrong with being attracted to a beautiful one. You <laughs> right. know? Right. I guess fine. No matter what the Hollywood tells you these days. Well, number one, I also <laughs> talked to them. Okay, beauty is not the only thing. You need to make sure that your morals are aligned, all that, that you can talk about something because you're going to be having conversations much more than you're going to be looking at her naked. Mm-hmm. Like I know as a teenager, that doesn't sound like a good thing. <laughs> and as an adult man, let me tell you, it's not always a good thing, <laughs> but that's just the facts of life. Right. But you can find somebody you get along with that you that is good looking. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, anyways, I don't remember where I was. Oh, yeah. So Deidre was dating David, but they had broken up for a while. And uh I don't know why she went with me outside. I was just cool and she wanted to have a date. Hmm. And then once I got her, I never let her go. I just brainwashed her early on in life <laughs> where her brain had fully developed, and now she's my wife. So that's what you have to do if you want to have a successful multi-year relationship. Congratulations. Yeah, so, so let me finish. If you out. want to put a fine point on this, uh, Chick-fil-A, awesome. Chick-fil-A, KFC, slow. KFC, slightly faster. Chick-fil-A is slow. <laughs> Making a, a chicken sandwich and chicken nuggets. They have like four menu items, mm-hmm. and they are slower than Kentucky Fried Chicken, which has all kind of menu items. And they're cooking whole chickens over there, basically, <laughs> for you. So go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hmm. They got a chicken sandwich. They do. It's good. Have you had it? Uh, it, was it the beat? Was it the KFC stacker? Is that what it was? I think so. It has been ages since I've had one, but um, you know who else has? I don't want to deflect here. No, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm doing. Publix has pretty good chicken. Oh yeah, no, I I was okay <laughs> before I got on my pimento cheese kick, which yeah. I have. I try. I've been trying to quit eating pimento <laughs> cheese, and I can't do it. I have no willpower in life. <laughs> I have a addictive personality with no willpower. It's a horrible combination. Mm-hmm. But before that, for about a year straight, I ate Publix chicken every day for lunch. And every day, every wow. single day. Well, did you even did you throw rotisserie in there every now and again? No, I got chicken wings. Okay, I would get the chicken. I wings, got you, which are pretty good. But mm-hmm. the price of chicken went up about the same time I got on my pimento cheese <laughs> kick, which we went to Sam's yesterday. My favorite store-bought pimento cheese, they had a big industrial size one of it, and I was like, I got to get it. You know, like, <laughs> I would buy four of these at Publix and for the price of this one, mm-hmm. so I can't turn down. To be fiscally responsible, right. I have to get the big one. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm stuck on pimento cheese. I can't get off. I don't <laughs> know what to do about it. I think about it during the day. <laughs> I'm not Are you thinking about it right now? Yeah, I'm kind of a little hungry for one. I might sneak one in before we go to church tonight. Huh? I don't. I I don't know what to do. It's a shame that you can't uh, get some of uh, the uh, K uh, the Chick Fil A pimento cheese sandwiches that they have. Oh, do they have them? Oh yeah, they don't. I know they don't. <laughs> Almost at him. Let me tell you what. <laughs> if I can get John to go to Chick-fil-A, which he's already said he hates, and then get to the window, which is not a window. It's actually like a, a teenager standing there taking your right. order because they're so yes. good at service. Full disclosure, tr- I went to Chick-fil-A yesterday. Okay? <laughs> I bet if you ordered a pimento cheese sandwich, they would do 
all they could to try to get you on. I just gotta make their life a living just to go and make me a pimento cheese sandwich. That'd be awesome. I had another important pimento and cheese point to make. And oh, do you like pimento and cheese? Not really. <laughs> Sorry. Let me tell you what to do. And anybody listen, let me tell you what to do. Make you a hamburger. You know, like on the grill, grill you some hamburgers, and then slap some pimento cheese on it instead of a, a regular instead old of regular cheese. slice of cheese. Oh, that it is amazing! <laughs> it is so good. I have no joke. Gained probably ten pounds. I'll I'll give it a try. So, is pimento cheese not good for you? I don't. It, I don't know how it can be good for you. <laughs> you know, like, I am probably clogging up arteries left and right in my heart, <laughs> and I can't stop it. That's the thing. I gain. I lost all that weight. I lost like forty pounds. Yeah, you know. I remember that. I've at least you gained, won two hundred dollars. I did a hundred dollars. I thought you doubled up on him. Oh no, I wanted to double up on him and he would. Okay. I think he listened to the podcast. I was like, I'll, I'll get that from him too. I don't remember. I remember I won some money from yeah. him. Yeah. But then our most recent bet I lost. But County High, where Thomas goes to school, is playing his high school this week. So I thought we might make a little bet on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, so I don't know how it can be good for you. I really don't. Eating that much cheese cannot be good for you. I've not gotten constipated, though. That's what everybody told me was going to happen. That's free movement. I have a great colon, you know? I would put my colon up against anybody else's colon. Nice. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, my lower GI is the stuff of dreams. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Well, on to my next story. That was the end, right? Yeah, pretty much. Unless you want me to go Chick-fil-A through. Chick-fil-A good. Uh, KFC slightly faster. Unless you just want to draw, me to go, just put a fine point on the article. Go through C level HX, and there's a link to their website in this article if okay. you want to check out the veracity of their findings. And then also maybe email bomb them. Well, I know that much like everyone else in society, you have learned some information that is contrary to what <laughs> you have held true for a long time, and that's tough to accept. <laughs> So you may want to dig into the numbers hmm. and be willing and open-minded enough to change your mind. Well, while we're on that subject, <laughs> okay, a restraining order has been issued in the continuing drama around McDonald's ice cream machines. Good, good. Here we go. I hope they've issued one against all the Chick-fil-A propagandists <laughs> like you. A judge sided with the third-party company that created a device to let restaurants fix broken machines themselves. Now, this comes from foodandwine.com, probably the foremost authority on food and wine. They're right up there with C-level HX, I'm sure. (laughs) It's no secret, first line of the article, it's no secret that McDonald's has had issues with its ice cream machines, and they've earned a reputation for being broken more often than not. No, that's just the internet, (laughs) you know? Like the internet will just decide something's bad, and then uh-huh. everybody goes along with it. It's like the all right, probably maybe what a decade ago, the internet decided that Bill Murray was like the funniest person that had ever walked the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm not saying Bill Murray is is not funny, but clearly the funniest is Norm Macdonald. Oh well, yeah, Norm Macdonald's funnier <laughs> than Bill Murray. Yeah. There are hundreds of people that are, or well, maybe not hundreds, but there are a lot of people that are funnier than Bill Murray. Right. But the internet collectively got together. And people were putting like stickers of him on their car and all mm-hmm. kind of crazy stuff. And you're like, oh man, it's just Bill Murray. Like, yeah, he made Groundhog Day. Cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
the internet has decided that McDonald's shake machines are always broken. All right. Well, second line. Yeah. The official at McDonald's Twitter account has even acknowledged it. <laughs> See? Peer pressure. <laughs> they got bullied online. They got bullied online. Once tweeting, we have a joke about our soft serve machine, but we're worried it won't work. <laughs> See, that's good. That's good. The digital ice cream machines in more than 13,000 McDonald's restaurants worldwide are manufactured by Taylor Company, and despite their alleged unreliability, they cost a cool $18,000 each. $18,000. According to Wired, part of the reason that the five-figure price tag is because of their complexity, the machines can simultaneously make both soft serve and milkshakes which is a crucial capability for busy McDonald's restaurants. That's right, yeah. The downside is that when it's down, you're not getting soft serve <laughs> or milkshakes. <laughs> you're not getting anything. But McDonald's doesn't get enough credit for revolutionizing <laughs> the restaurant industry with their technology. Before long, it's going to be all robots making McDonald's stuff. Oh, Everybody yeah, knows that, right? Yeah. And they'll be delivering it via drone. Sure, right, yeah. <laughs> they, they will do it, and they'll they'll do it better than anybody else, I yes. guarantee you. Chick-fil-A will do it and say, God bless you, and everybody <laughs> will act like it's the greatest thing in the world, even though it takes them longer to do it. It says, but Taylor's complicated machines also have to be completely disassembled for cleaning every two weeks and then painstakingly put back together. And when something goes wrong with them, they can be on, they can only be serviced by a Taylor-certified technician. And things frequently go wrong, according to the McBroken website, which tracks malfunctioning McDonald's ice cream machines. More than 11% of the machines in the U.S. are currently out of service at any given time. So you mean to tell me almost 90% are working at any given time? Yeah, but... Almost 90%? What if 11% of Americans died from COVID, all the COVID cases? That'd be a lot of dead folks. <laughs> this translates to a lot of dead ice cream machines. Because there's a lot of locations, yes. Granted. Right, a lot of locations. Apparently, have, apparently they're all in Tuscaloosa County. <laughs> Tiny, if I told you today, if I told you today, I hand you a basketball and I'd say, Tiny... You have a 90% shot of making this free throw. And if you do make it, you will get a million dollars. But if you don't make it, I get to chop off your pinky. Would you take that? Those odds? Well, it being a pinky, yes. Okay. But. All right. So I'd act like 90% is a bad percentage. That's a great percentage. But now, okay, first of all, you said 90, but it's not. It's 89%. Uh, we're rounding. We're rounding. Okay. Would you, 80, let's keep it at 89%. Would you bet but what your if you had? But what if you had 11% uh, chance? Of losing your boys down south. <laughs> okay. Would you take that shot? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you asking me if I would I would take an 89% shot at making a free throw at, uh, versus my nuts? <laughs> I would take it every day. I barely like having them as it is. I don't need them anymore. Right? Okay. Okay. How about this? 90% shot, you make it, and you get the however much money you said, sure. millions of dollars. 10% chance you lose Libby. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> but I'd probably still go. I mean, it's ninety percent. That's almost guaranteed. Well, almost. Yeah, it's if, not a guarantee. A ninety percent is almost a hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> that's all. You're missing one shot out of ten. All yeah. you got to make sure is it's not your first shot you miss. You know. 
You're good to go. I guess uh, some people. Live I guess on the you're edge. just naturally a gambling man. <laughs> that's right. I, I mean, play it safe. That's it. Because if she, I mean, I got insurance on her. If she dies, <laughs> okay, I'll be okay. Well, anyway, in 2019, a company called Kitish, I think that is, is sure. K-Y-T-C-H. How would you pronounce that? I would Kish. not trust it, considering <laughs> they don't have a name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> they released their own diagnostic device that figured out what was wrong with the Taylor machines, and they allow the mixed staff to make necessary repairs without having to call a Taylor technician. Okay. You know, sp- speeding up the process. Yeah, yeah all we got is a paper jam. You know, whatever. <laughs> Y'all get that done. your reputation for having bad <laughs> ice cream machines around the United States. When they really don't have bad, like <laughs> almost all of them are working at all times. Unsurprisingly, neither McDonald's nor Taylor were delighted about that. And according to Kish's recently filed lawsuit, Taylor allegedly warned McDonald's franchises that using their products to service their ice cream machines would cause serious human injury. Sure, Taylor don't want to lose out on those service calls they're billing for, you know? They're, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's their bread exactly, and butter. Yeah, right. You think Taylor wants to put out an ice cream machine that never breaks <laughs> down and is constantly serving up delicious McFlurries 24-7? We need, right, the problem is with Taylor here, who yeah. has figured out the acceptable number of machines to be broken without McDonald's going, we'll never buy another one from you. And that's mm-hmm. if 90%, if they're working 90% of the time, you're good. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is Taylor. Yeah. According to Vice, Taylor's chief operating officer... Which, isn't that your job? <laughs> that, is, that is my job, yes. So this is uh, Taylor's version of John Long here. <laughs> he admitted that the company tried to get their hands on a, on, the, on a device of their own in order to evaluate and assess its potential technology-related impacts on our soft-serve machine. In their lawsuit, Kish alleged that representatives from Taylor's and McDonald's tried to purchase the solution in order to learn their trade secret, secrets and then reverse engineer their own similar devices. That's that's business. Yeah, that happens all the time. On July 30th, a a California judge sided with Kish and issued a temporary restraining order against Taylor, and Taylor was given 24 hours to turn over any and all Kish solution devices that they were able to acquire. Defendants must not use, copy, disclose, or otherwise make available in any way Information including formula, pattern, compilation, program, device, method, technique, or process obtained by any of them, the court document said, according to Vice. We are optimistic that the truth will prevail, Melissa Nielsen, Kish's co-founder, told the outlet. It's disgusting that such lengths were taken to steal our trade secrets, destroy our businesses, and to stand in the way of modernizing kitchens. But our case makes clear that it's time that it's past time to end shady business practices that create hundreds of millions of dollars of unnecessary repair fees from quote unquote certified technicians. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, all of us get told we're sorry. <laughs> the shake machine's down right now. Can really? I get you anything else? Only eleven percent of us get told. <laughs> all right. Yes. I mean, eleven percent. Well. I must go to McDonald's a lot because I've been I've been in that eleven percent quite a lot. But and just had to in full disclosure, just to be fair, I did get a McDonald's shake Saturday night. There you go, and it was delicious. There you go. I, I was a, not in the eleventh percent this yeah, weekend. There you go. Way to go. <laughs> and I got a, a milkshake from Chick Fil A yesterday. So there we go. I bet it was better than mine. No, really, it wasn't. <laughs> here's the thing: we went to Sam's Club. Yeah. You know which. 
Sam's Club is not an ex- exclusive club. It should be way more exclusive than it is. I, <laughs> I I think so. Too many people in there. But when someone's in there in a tank top, yeah, cut off shorts and flip flops. Oh, it's it, not that exclusive. Yeah. When they're blocking up the aisle with their fatty cart, I'm like, no, all right, this is too much. I'm trying to get you know snacks for the next month because my kids got to take snacks to school. I thought stuff. my membership fees yeah. kept riffraff like yes, this out exactly. of the store. It needs to be much more like a country club. You know, they're just letting everybody in. It's like There's a, a too public many, course. Too many pores in yeah, here, right? Exactly. I'm like, what? Are, I don't want to mingle with poor people you know yes but uh someone's over there shopping for clothes who shops for clothes in sam's club it's a telltale sign right there this is not a club all right there is a we have a a thing in our family where none of our children are all allowed to be happy at the same time there's always (laughs) someone unhappy right no matter this is a everyday thing at our house and so libby in the middle of shopping gets unhappy and so I'm like, well, let's go walking around and looking at other stuff, you mm-hmm. know, because I think Dieter said, no, we can't get whatever, like 600 pack of Skittles that you want or whatever. And so she got her feelings hurt. I would have my feelings hurt, too. So Love we, Skittles. We go walking around. And I'm like, hey, look, here's some nice shirts. I could, you know, I could wear these to work. <laughs> Libby. <laughs> I, it really made me tear up a little bit. She was like, Dad, we have enough money to buy clothes other places than Sam's. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you're right, girl. You know, you're right. You didn't play it off like, this is a joke. I'm being facetious here. <laughs> I was really like, these look kind of nice. And she shamed me out of picking out a shirt. <laughs> like, okay. All right, girl. That's fine. And then she wanted to recreate another TikTok video. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no more TikTok <laughs> videos. <laughs> I put any more videos of you on my TikTok. <laughs> Wrong audience. Yes. Um, well, let's go to another court trial. Okay. Okay. A January 6th defendant. Now, this is an insurgent, right? <laughs> These are the people who are creating insurrection. This is one of them. He could go back to jail after the government caught him streaming conspiracy theory content. Ooh, caught him. <laughs> what they do, bust the door down and see him standing in front of a, cam- a cell phone? <laughs> Maybe. Prosecutors want alleged Capitol rioter Douglas Jensen sent back to jail, accusing him in a new filing Thursday night of committing egregious violations of his pretrial release conditions not only by repeatedly accessing the internet, but also by doing so specifically to watch election fraud conspiracy theory videos. Hmm. Which, by the way, Trump was in Alabama like last night, (laughs) right? Wasn't it last night? Somebody in my Facebook feed like made a post, like a a picture, they were there. Yeah. And I think the caption was, waiting on the real president to show up. And And I was like, how did I not know this? (laughs) My thing is... Out of all the, and this is why I know Trump doesn't have people who understand <laughs> Alabama working for him. Yeah. Out of all the places for Trump to go, he picks Coleman, Alabama. You know, and you're well, like Coleman's where you will draw the largest crowd to a a, a, tr- a post presidential <laughs> Trump rally. <laughs> you know, like I would think you would want Trump having all the alt right white supremacy allegations thrown at him as and his supporters to go. You know what? And this is why they need me. You know what, guys? Maybe let's not go 
to Coleman, Alabama. You know, maybe Mobile, maybe Mount, you know, somewhere like a Hoover, <laughs> somewhere around in there. Let's stay away from Coleman, okay? A lot of Klan stuff's happened up there and probably still is. So let's just stay out of there. I didn't even know Coleman had an airport. How'd he get there? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, shout out to President Trump. Thanks for coming. You know, appreciate it. Anyways. I mean, it's not like Joe Biden's ever going to set foot in this state. <laughs> no, he would. I, I, I bet you a hurricane could tear up our entire coast, and he wouldn't yeah. even show up. Which, Which you know, credit to uh, Barack Obama. Yeah, who did down. show up? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, well, people, but Biden wouldn't. People forget <laughs> Trump went down to Puerto Rico and was throwing paper towel rolls at everybody. You <laughs> oh, that? Yeah, I remember that's that. an all-time video clip. <laughs> <laughs> He's just having fun. Anyway, so Jensen has been in jail for months following his arrest in January in connection with the January 6th insurrection. Still using that word. I don't think that's the right (laughs) word usage. Uh, He's accused of leading a mob of rioters who chased U.S. Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman through the Capitol and carrying a knife in his pocket at the time. Oh, no, a pocket knife. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not supposed to have that in the Capitol building, John. Which, if your name is Eugene, like this Capitol Police officer, you've been getting chased your whole life. You know, (laughs) from the time you hit the playground, you're used to people chasing after you if your name Eugene. At what point do you start going by Gene? Yeah, I know. I would think pretty early, right? Just call me Gene. (laughs) (laughs) In July, however, a judge agreed to release him over the government's objections, imposing a strict set of conditions that Jensen had to follow if he wanted to go home. Those conditions included a prohibition of using devices with internet access, including cell phones. But according to to the government, 30 days after he was released from jail, a court officer assigned to check on him arrived at his house and found Jensen in his garage listening to news on a Wi-Fi-connected iPhone through the video platform Rumble. Are you Ooh, familiar with Rumble? I'm not. I think Rumble is like the uh, conservative YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like they tried parlor. you know, we try to come up with conservative everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of them are really taken off. Like well, it's like back in the 90s, you had to have like a Christian version of everything, sure, right? Right. That's you know, Christian true. music, Christian whatever. Yeah, Christian whatever. rap. Yeah. yeah. DC talk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Well, it's like that, but it's bled over into politics now. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the government didn't say exactly what Jensen was listening to, but including but included uh, a link to a Washington Post article that described how the site was popular among conservatives. Hmm. So more than that, though, the government described how Jensen also eventually admitted to the pretrial services offer that he'd spent two days watching a cyber symposium hosted by my pillow CEO, Mike Lindale. Special guest Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Was he there for real? <laughs> I have no idea. But I would bet ten dollars he was. Does Mike Lindale not look like the Undertaker's manager? You know, the, <laughs> if, if, that guy, whatever his name if was. If he was shorter, Paul, yes. Paul, Paul, what was his name? Paul Bear. His character's name was Paul Bear. Okay, that's it? right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Okay, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks like that dude. For if real. he was shorter, yeah, yeah, that, that would be him. Uh, one of the most prominent, uh, Lindale is one of the most prominent and prolific proponents of the election fraud conspiracy theories and lies that fueled the January 6th riots. So there you go. So it's all his fault. 
Jensen was a self-described follower of the QAnon collective delusion. Now, this article is not slanted in any way. Fair and balanced. Uh, yes. No, I would think BuzzFeed News is keeping their integrity by writing all I this. mean, they are the ones that told us about the P-tapes. Sure. That, right. that Trump no, did, they right? released the P-tapes. Everybody knew those were real, right? Everybody knew, them were, yes. knew they were real. I thought they were real, too. I, I hope they were real. Yeah, how could but, you not? That but, is amazing if it is. Okay, look. If they were real... And somebody in the media had access to that. There is no yeah. way <laughs> We're just we wouldn't it under be wraps. playing it on loop right now, right here in the office. Uh, I know. Um, anyways, so uh, a fact that the government focused on, and the fact that he was a QAnon guy, the government focused on uh, that to keep him behind bars. So anyways, this dude's in trouble for playing on the internet, really. <laughs> yes. You know, which seems bizarre to me, but he did have an agreement that the judge is like, don't get on the internet. That's kind of my take exactly. I was thinking, okay, there were rules, and he broke them. Sure. Fair enough. He, he broke the rules. But when you take a step back, it does seem like we're locking this dude up yeah. for speaking his mind on the internet. Sure. So, well, do you think, I think, like, if the judge is like, all right, you can't go on the internet. You know, hey, Mr. Long, mm-hmm. QAnon, Shaman Long, or whatever. You were part of this insurrection. We're going to let you out on parole until your trial date or whatever. You can't go on the internet. I think I'd be like, look. <laughs> I can't do it. I need like <laughs> I need like 15 minutes on OnlyFans. <laughs> Three, four times a week. Other than that, I'm cool, okay? <laughs> well, and then you get that, and then OnlyFans decides to run a band <laughs> Shut down. the content that you're getting on there for. You're watching cake baking videos <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, like I say, he had an agreement. And mm-hmm. when the headline makes it seem like the dude just got in trouble for being on the internet. Right. Which eventually, I think, could happen to all of us, the mm-hmm. way it appears things are going. <laughs> you know, it's just we're going to have, we're, I was going to say, we're fixing to have our, like, state internet like they have in China. Sure. <laughs> I, think it, I think that's what it made me go into, which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I think you partly have to blame both sides. Uh, mm-hmm. The side that's like completely because nobody can just like have a level head. Yeah, right. They're, the normal people <laughs> in the world are getting shut out of the conversation by the extremes on either end of the spectrum. Yeah. And yeah. I like to dabble in conspiracies, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially I, when they come true. I don't go down. I don't. I've never found a conspiracy theory. Well, I won't say never, but there's not a whole lot of conspiracy theories that I believe in. But I enjoy all of them. Yeah, you know, I do believe in Bigfoot. What about Jeffrey Epstein? What about which part of all that do you <laughs> want me to thing. get into? Do you think he killed himself? No, of course he did. <laughs> of course okay. he did. I mean, that is one thing both sides <laughs> this in this past year, the only two things both sides of the political spectrum on the internet have ever agreed on was Tiger King and that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> yes. You know, that was it. We've <laughs> argued both sides have argued the rest, any other point you want to, but everybody mm-hmm. was just like, Yeah, no, that dude definitely didn't kill himself. If he did kill himself, which he didn't kill himself. Sure. No. If he did, he had somebody help him do it. Sure. Well, I mean, he's still alive. Everybody knows he's still alive. <laughs> you know, they, it was a body double, possibly Hillary Clinton's brother that they brought out. <laughs> you know? Okay. You hadn't heard about all that? I hadn't heard that. You haven't, that been, that deep, you haven't been deep enough down the rabbit hole I suppose yet. no. Oh, yeah. People get real deep on stuff like that. And you're just like, I think you're kind of off the path here. <laughs> right. You know? But that's how conspiracy theories go. Yeah. 
That's how it goes. That's how Flat Earth got going. Well, John, did you know that Canada coyote attacks may be caused by illegal drugs? Okay. Says that coyotes are biting humans at lar- at a large park in Vancouver. This strange behavior has been linked to drugs, possibly opioids. Okay. So coyotes are strung out on opioids or are the people strung out on opioids and they're messing around with coyotes and getting bit? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let's find out together. Coyotes thrive as apex predators pursuing small animals and deer, but rarely do they harass humans or attack them. But this year is different, especially in Stanley Park, a thousand-acre lush region in the north end of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. There, in just a few months, there have been 30 attacks by coyotes on humans. Wow. Some against children as young as age five and many other human encounters with aggressive coyotes, reports iHeartRadio. It's extremely... Yeah, uh, coyotes are... iHeartRadio has the finger on the pulse of Canadian coyote attacks. You can find our podcast on iHeartRadio, I think, can't you? Uh, And now here here we are reporting on it, so here we go. Uh, Coyotes are apex predators, unless there's a 30-30 involved. (laughs) They are not. Well, humans are the apex predator of all. Yeah, unless we're in the ocean, (laughs) right? The attacks are being linked to coyotes ingesting illegal drugs that humans are feeding them. So humans are feeding coyotes (laughs) drugs? I do not believe this. (laughs) Maybe the coyotes are (laughs) trick-or-treating. They're getting them in their (laughs) Halloween candy. (laughs) Two things I don't believe in the world. And number one is that people will give you free drugs. Okay. (laughs) You've never found them? No. Not really, no. And... And the other thing was the old rumor of uh, people would be like, well, I smoked some weed m- once and it had like angel dust on it or whatever. And I went nuts. And I want to be like, nobody's going to waste that on weed. You know, like, what, do I, what do you think they're doing that for? You know, like, nobody wants to do that. It says in a recent four day span, three coyote attacks were reported and several coyotes have been captured and killed by wildlife officials. Recently, a man walking a dog near a park golf course was attacked and bitten on the leg by a coyote. A few days prior, a female jogger was attacked and bitten. Then two people having a picnic were charged by a coyote, both people being bitten on the leg. The situation is so bad that local conservation officers have warned the public to stay out of the popular park. University University of Calgary teacher and coyote authority Shelley Alexander told CTV Morning Live that there are several reasons the Smith Park coyotes are so aggressive. There's displacement of coyotes from their normal living area by homeless encampments. These animals have been pushed into the fringe areas where they're more in contact with people and more likely to get into conflict. Alexander said all coyote attacks cases that she studied included animals that were fed by people or conditioned to eating human food. This reduces a coyote's normal fear of man. That's a precursor to an attack, she said adding that in Stanley Park, there's definitely chronic feeding. So people, people quit feeding, feeding. <laughs> yeah. especially if it's illegal drugs. <laughs> Canadians are so nice, they're feeding coyotes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> the behavior of some of these individual coyotes suggests that they've in- ingested toxins or drugs, possibly opioids. There's also some indication of possible abuse of these animals. This is abnormal behavior that we're seeing. But the key thing is here that they've lost their bite inhibition 
And so this is no longer a situation that you could consider a coexistence scenario. Hmm. And you know what? That's that's the end of the article. There's nothing else here about drugs. Yeah. About okay. my mic on the desk. Yeah, I would think that the feeding the coyotes anything would be the bigger problem here. Yeah, it seems like she just made some kind of throwaway comment. Yeah. Like some of these coyotes are acting like they've ingested drugs. But also, and like, thus outdoorlife.com gets to print the headline, <laughs> you know, they're caused by illegal drugs. Well, I was say, like, also, just given what I've seen from people on opioids. They're not real motivated to do a whole lot. Right. You know, they're not just getting up and chasing after you for for no reason or anything. <laughs> yes. So I don't think the coyotes are on opi- opioids. That's mm-hmm. just my personal belief here. I don't know. But we don't really feed coyotes down here. We try to kill them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which isn't always the best thing because coyotes are uh, an important part of our ecosystem down here. You know, take care of a lot of rodents and things like that, you know, but... Also, so do owls. Well, I would say also, I don't know that I've ever been around anybody who's ever seen a coyote that didn't try to kill it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't know. I've never seen a coyote, thus, I've never tried to kill one. Have you never seen one? I can't. Not out in the wild. I hadn't. I can, so I've heard them. Our old house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did you ever go to my old house? Yeah, we recorded there like once or twice. Okay. Well, uh, we had a big pecan tree in the front yard, mm-hmm. and where we were, there was a creek behind us that came off of this lake, and that whole stretch was like the only wooded area in that part of Northport. Mm-hmm. So there were deer, foxes, all kind of stuff. Well, I came home from the restaurant late one night, and I pulled in the driveway, and there's a dog laying underneath the pecan tree. I'm like, oh, well, one of my neighbor's dogs out. Mm-hmm. park in the driveway. I get out, start walking over it, and it runs out from underneath it and gets underneath the, the street light, and I'm like, Oh, that's a coyote. <laughs> you know? Like, that's not a dog. I was going to like pet it. You know? Hey, buddy, let me check your collar and see where we need to get you home to. Dude, you could have gotten bitten. I could have. Which would have led to our radio being like, John was trying to feed a coyote drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it bit him. <laughs> I don't, I think I could take a coyote one-on-one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it'll probably get me. I'll have some scratches mm-hmm. and some bite marks and everything, but I think I could kill it. Well, coyote strengths are in numbers. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're usually pack animals. Yeah. I, I have a better shot beating up a coyote than I do a pit bull. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But pit bulls are born with a taste of blood in their mm-hmm. mouth. They want to kill humans. <laughs> yes. So everybody knows that. That's 100% true. Well, let's talk about sea snakes. Okay. Okay. I believe they're called sea crates in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> are they? Yes. Well, sexually frustrated sea snakes mistake scuba divers for potential mates. Okay. I've made the same promise. Well, I say, I got kicked out of SeaWorld for this one time. That was weird. Uh, a scuba diver off Australia noticed some odd behavior whenever he came into contact with contact with male sea snakes. The venomous reptiles, which I think are one of the most venomous snakes in all of the world. They're extremely venomous. Yes. Uh, they would coil around his fins, licking the water around him, and sometimes even chasing him underwater. Now he knows why. It was mating season, and the males thought he was a potential mate. Hmm. Horny snakes. Okay? <laughs> in a new study, the which if people haven't noticed, I love using the phrase horny. I, do, I just <laughs> think it's great. It's not a curse word or anything, and it, it is the most appropriately descriptive word that we have. <laughs> it is almost an onomatopoeia, but it's not. Okay? Right. 
Anyways, in a new study, the diver and another researcher analyzed 158 of these interactions with olive sea snakes. Uh, They did this over several years in the Great Barrier Reef and found that interactions were more common during the reptile's mating season. The sexually frustrated snakes also displayed an elaborate oh, displayed elaborate behaviors that are often used during courtship between sea serpents. Males are very aroused and active while looking for girlfriends. Some things are like true across all species, <laughs> right? And people act like there's not a designer, you know, that had, <laughs> that did all of this, you know. Um, the lead author of the study, Rick Shine, said uh, he's an evolutionary biologist, so Baptists hate him, okay? <laughs> and reptile expert uh, at the Macquarie, Macquarie University in Australia. Uh, but because the males can't tell the difference between female snakes and scuba divers, it can lead to some comical interactions, he added. Now, I wouldn't think it was comical at all. No. Like, it let's would say not, this not be funny. We don't have sea snakes where we live, but we have water moccasins. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're swimming in the creek down there, and a water moccasin comes up and tries to hump your leg. How about a bunch of horny water day. This is very bad. Yeah, I would not think that was funny at all. How come, how come, you know, in this Me Too era that we're living in, <laughs> we're so afraid to Me Too the sea crates Yeah, here? that's right. Yeah. Uh, Although olive sea snakes are venomous and potentially lethal to humans, the researchers do not think uh, that people are at an increased risk from swimming with the reptiles during mating season. Now, see, listen, Adam, taking up for the sea snakes here. Well, I mean, different strokes for different folks, but some people like a little biting, you know? (laughs) Let's say this snake might be one of those, you know? I think this article is blaming the victims here. It is, really. It's <laughs> yes. what it is. It's not their fault. Sexual assault is not funny, okay? Yeah. No matter who does the assaulting. Yes. So uh, it's got to, I mean, this is a really long article. Um, males call around females during courtship. Mm-hmm. Um, also true of other species as well. Probably to hang on effectively while they get into position to mate. The males also tend to flick out their tongues uh, at the at the diver. However, the most striking behavior occurred in 13 incidences when males rapidly chased Lynch underwater when he swam away. Females don't do any chasing. They do the fleeing during mating, Lynch said. So swimming away from a male snake is mimicking courtship behavior, which encouraged the mate to follow. Hmm. So... You, all the women I've slept with have ran for me at one time or another, too. <laughs> so I get it. Anyway, so that's all about snakes and sexually active snakes. Uh, I just don't think I would be cool with participating in that study. It's yeah. not like it's a, you know, like a garter snake that ain't going to kill you and bite you. You know? <laughs> right. I would just be like, somebody else is going to have to do this study, not me. And the people who wrote this article think it's funny. Yeah, right. They're just making <laughs> jokes about it. Yeah. Oh. You were almost bitten by some of the most venomous snakes sure. in the world. Well, I was going to say, Tiny, While they were uh, trying to get it on. I would speak for most of the men. I, I think that I would speak for most of the men. There is a point from where you go from horny to frustrated. And that once you pass that frustrated mark, you will not get in a good mood, you know, and these snakes may be there and that's how you get bit and die. 
But the thing is, is see, that happens for like human men. Sure. But they've evolved hands. <laughs> and so they can, they just need some time alone. They can fix that problem. Snakes don't have hands. They don't. They were cursed by God. <laughs> you know? So that's why they, all they have to do is attack scuba divers. Sure. And now you wonder why God cursed them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're the dry hump scuba divers now for the rest of their lives. That's what you get. You help create the fall of man, and that's what you get. You're cursed to dry hump and scuba dive. Well, let's talk in Genesis with John and Tiny. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, and you can order the spice right there on their website when you go and visit it. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, snakes, potatoes, (laughs) sea crates, pimento and cheese. It really does go on pimento and cheese. I've done that. It's great, (laughs) by the way. And anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats on, over on Greensboro and 10th, and Mark's Martin downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace, Wallace Boulevard in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Girl, but you also feel like a guy at a Trump rally in Coleman, Alabama <laughs> while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use the promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay the price. That's pay right. Pay full price. Yeah, or you pay any price. If you can <laughs> yes. shoplift it, that's fine, as long as Squirrel's got his money out <laughs> of it. It's worth the price. <laughs> well, John... We have an email. Okay. Now we actually we don't get a lot of emails. I'm excited. Now we actually had this one last last show. Okay. But I forgot about it. All right. And this comes from our blind friend uh, Terry. All right. And he said, uh, "Here is a list of laws that are still on the books in the state of Alabama." Okay. As of 2015, we have the world's longest constitution in Alabama. <laughs> if people didn't know, that is not a joke either. We have the world's longest constitution. Well, uh, despite having lived here my whole life, I have never read it. So uh, no, this no. is good for me. I appreciate the, that, Terry. The crazy thing, Bond Terry, is that <laughs> when uh, in Alabama, if they want to uh, pass a statute in Escambia County, Alabama, the entire state has to vote on it. That's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why one reason why it's so long. 
Well, number one, you can't play dominoes on Sunday in Alabama. Sinning. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. knows if that. If you play dominoes, you're going to end up drinking. You end up drinking, you end up having premarital sex. And if you wind up having premarital sex, you might wind up dancing. Sure. So. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. Dancing will definitely get involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number two, you can't drive blindfolded. Okay. It's a smart law right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, don't bother trying to meet the guy who... Who's the reason we have that law? He's, he's not with us anymore. Uh, number three, you cannot pretend to be a religious figure. No. Are yeah. you listening, John? No, I'm, I'm not. I don't pretend anything. <laughs> number four, you must have windshield wipers on your car. That's true. That's yeah. a good yeah. rule of thumb. Yeah. It doesn't uh, say they have to work, I don't think. <laughs> number five, it's against the law to spit orange peels on the sidewalk in Mobile, Alabama. There you go. That's because they're uh, mostly Alabama Crimson Tide fans. <laughs> Number six, it's against the law to put salt on the railroad track. I knew that one. Uh, why is that? I guess it corrodes them. Oh, that's a good point. No. All right. Uh Number seven here, boogers cannot be flipped into the wind. Oh, I'm guilty of that one. <laughs> I'm going to turn you in. I wonder what they would say. <laughs> what if it's like some insane, like 120-year punishment for that, you know? <laughs> I would feel so bad. <laughs> I'd feel so guilty. The crazy thing would be doing the podcast over one of those phones. <laughs> yes. with like the glass partition between us. <laughs> And like every every single episode, you're just like super like low key mad. You don't you haven't forbidden me from coming because it gets you out of yourself for a little while. Uh, Harbor this resentment towards you. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, we should go check that out. And you're like, oh, I would love to go check that out. <laughs> uh, number eight, it is illegal to wear a fake mustache in church. Okay, it seems like I've heard that one before too. It may induce laughter. It is also illegal to spray silly string in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Uh, in Montgomery, Alabama, it is illegal to open an umbrella on the street. Well, what if it's raining? I don't know. Huh. That's crazy. Says it's illegal to wear a mask of any kind in the state of Alabama. We've kind of gone lax on that sure. here recently. Yeah. No, we're back to nobody wearing masks <laughs> down here. Wasn't any at the Trump rally that I saw. <laughs> it's against the law to put an ice cream cone in your back pocket. In okay. Alabama. All right. That's smart law. In Lee County, it is illegal to sell peanuts after dark on Wednesdays. Okay. So you're good any yeah. day but Wednesday. Lee County, home of Auburn <laughs> University. That's because that's the Lord's yeah. midweek day. It's the Lord's midweek day. That's <laughs> We call that midweek Sabbath. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is also legal to drive the wrong... Wait, hold on. Number 14. It is legal to drive the wrong way down a one-way street... So long as you have a lantern attached to the front of your vehicle. You I've always heard if you go the wrong way on a one-way street, you just tell the officer that you were only going one way. Hmm. You know? Like, yeah. What are they going to do then? <laughs> this is a one-way street, and you're like, well, I'm only going one way. Get this one right here, number 15. It is illegal to wrestle bears. Okay. There and yet, that is how Alabama's most famous sure. football coach got his nickname. Yes. Now, that he did wrestle that bear in Arkansas. Right. Where he was from. Morrow mm -hmm. Bottom, Arkansas. But yes, that is kind of weird. Maybe they didn't want him trying it again and getting hurt. <laughs> Maybe you know? that's it. They're like, we're winning too many national championships here. We can't. No bear wrestling. Yeah, no bear Zero. wrestling. Zero. Yeah. 
Number 16, in Mobile, Alabama, bathing in public fountains is against the law. That's a good rule of thumb. Sure. In Anniston, Alabama, it is against the law to walk down Noble Street wearing blue jeans. Okay. Now, you can... Not on Noble Street. No, anywhere else. (laughs) You can wear blue jeans on Ignoble Street all you want. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. Number 18, in Alabama, incestuous marriages are legal. Okay, illegal in a lot of places, not just Alabama. (laughs) I'd like to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In cases... In case of a divorce, women get to keep all property acquired prior to the marriage. However, men do not get the same right. Now, that sounds like Alabama. Yeah, no, every, every guy <laughs> I know that's gotten divorced has gotten screwed in one way or another. Yeah. And then uh, he also puts, and just so you don't think we're picking on you, here's a list of silly laws on the books in Illinois updated as of 2020. Let's check this out. In Des Plaines, Illinois, it is illegal for you to have your wheelbarrow chained to a tree, even if it has a sign for sale on it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) No chaining it to a tree. The cops may need to use your wheelbarrow for something. They need to be able to commandeer it. (laughs) In Decatur, Illinois, it is illegal to drive a car without a steering wheel. (laughs) Who... How do you drive a car without a steering wheel? How do you even do that? I've seen a guy that had a, I saw a video of a guy who had a pair of vice grips like hooked on the steering right. column and he was using that as a steering wheel. <laughs> I, I don't really know how you would do it. I would get clever and put a uh, vice grip going either way. There you so go. You at least yeah, got like a pair, a pair of handlebars. handlebars. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. In Juliet, you must call the police first before driving an automobile into town. Okay. So you have to let you have to let the police know you're coming. Okay. In normal Illinois, it is illegal to urinate on a street sign. Hmm. Uh, Champlain, Illinois, it is illegal to urinate in your neighbor's mouth. <laughs> Tell that to R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> in Galesburg, Illinois, it is against the law to have a Shelly dog. A Shelly dog? A Shelly, I'm assuming that's a breed. I have no idea. No Shelly dogs in Galesburg. In normal Illinois, it is against the law to make soap. So you can't okay. make your own soap. In Mount Polsky, Illinois, it is legal for boys to throw snowballs, but is illegal for girls to throw snowballs. <laughs> so that's the patriarchy yeah. <laughs> keeping women down. Mispronouncing the name... Uh, and Juliet is a misdemeanor, so it's Mis- actually Joliet. Yeah, you, Joliet. You say Juliet. Joliet. Yeah, Joliet Jake from the Blues Brothers. If I was there, I might have charges against me <laughs> right now. <laughs> In Bloomington, Illinois, it is illegal to feed the birds if you live within one mile of Town Square. Hmm. I guess they just they probably just don't want bird poop in their Town Square. I probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Galesburg, it's against the law for any bicyclist to perform any tricks or fancy riding on the streets. Hmm. So no fancy riding. Uh, it is also a $1,000 fine if you beat rats with a baseball bat. Now, okay, some things can't stand. I got I got yeah. a baseball bat, my rats. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that seems like a victimless crime. That's government overreach <laughs> yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> In Galesburg, it's against the law to burn bird to burn bird feathers. That's huh. a tongue twister, but yeah, no burning of bird feathers. Yeah, in Canelsworth, Illinois, a rooster must step back three hundred feet from any residence if he wishes to crow. 
And then also in Moline, Illinois, it is illegal to ice skate in the months of June and August. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, they probably had some cold days yeah. in June and August, and somebody fell through the ice, so True. they made a law against it. That probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting how things like that get passed and just looked over, which yeah. is why I've always been an advocate for every form of government in the United States that if we pass a law, we have to take a law away. Right. Like, just come up with a static number. We need 10,000 laws, and that's all we can keep. So then you have those stupid laws coming off the books. Yeah, right. Because the, the team, because, you know, senators and representatives, yeah. they don't write their own bills. They have sure. a team for that. Right. And you got them going through the books. What can we get right. rid of? Yeah, so that we can enact this. We want to. We want to enact, you know, affordable health care for all. Let's call it Obamacare. Okay. <laughs> yes. But in order to do that, we're going to take off the law where you can't pour salt on the railroad mm-hmm. tracks, or maybe NAFTA. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what I would think. The bigger the law, the more you could negotiate from the other side. Well, look, right. if you're going to pass this one, we need three laws coming off the books. And <laughs> yeah. then we get to bring one on and not have to sacrifice mm-hmm. a law later. I think it would be way more entertaining. <laughs> it would be. And we got a lot of laws out there. You're just like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't need to know. I didn't know. I, ignorance is not a defense of the law, they say. But sometimes yet- you like break a law and you don't even know you are. Yeah, and yet the people who were paid to enforce the law, who are doing a fine job in most cases. Back to blue time. Yeah, he's got <laughs> one of those American flags with a blue stripe on it hanging up on his porch. I'm just saying, they don't know the entirety of the whole law. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. I had a buddy. He got a ticket. He was driving the speed limit, but it was raining. Okay. And he got written a ticket for some word that I don't even know, can't even pronounce. And he took it up there to the police station and asked to see the guy in charge. And he didn't even know what it was. He had huh. to go get this big, huge book off the shelf <laughs> and look it up. Okay. And apparently, whatever it was, it was something. It's where you're, uh, you're not you're driving, but you're not paying enough attention. Okay. And they think you're not driving good, I guess. Like a distracted driving ticket or something? Something, yeah. Wow. Okay. But it was some crazy word. Sure. I don't even remember what it was. There's probably lawyers out there just like punching their <laughs> dashboard right now that know exactly what they're t- we're talking about. Which I guess if you're a lawyer, it's good. As many laws as we could get on the books is good for your business, right? Right. So they would probably come out and lobby against my pass a law, take a law idea. And also, and that's why when a case goes to trial, they can come up with all kinds of crazy defenses sure, right. because they're like, well, the law says this. Right. Like, okay, for instance, uh, and we, maybe we'll talk about this in like the monthly show that we need to get together and record sometime here in the near future. But there's a series on Netflix called Cocaine Cowboys. It's mm-hmm. about these two guys who are like at the tippy tippy top of like the drug smuggling in Miami back in the 80s and 90s. Right. And one of them gets brought up on trial. It was the juror because they got found not guilty. <laughs> they They beat the charges. Yeah. Turns out one of the jurors was paid. Oh, uh, okay. That'll well, happen. They take him to trial, and his first trial, the defense was, yes, that was money, but it wasn't taken as a bribe from these drug dealers. That was a whole bunch of money that we made selling drugs back in the 80s that we've just been sitting on for 10 years. Okay. <laughs> sure, that's not a bribe. Because they had to explain where his money came from yeah, somewhere. Right. And that was his defense. It's Ooh. like, well, it's, it's drug money, but it's not from, it's yeah, not, it's not it's from, not from these, a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
That's good. I, I like it. Creative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I don't know. There's a lot of laws. A lot of laws out there. Do we have any voicemails? We don't. Okay. We have some questions, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I ask right. you some questions sure. here? And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. You can join our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel if you would like to ask him yourself, and we'll uh, mention them right here on the show in this segment we're doing right here, right now. Yeah. First question comes from Mr. Stanwright. Do Transformers have life insurance or car insurance? <laughs> um, I would say car insurance. <laughs> yeah. Transformers don't have a soul. So, do they need life insurance? They're well, all machinery, right? Yeah, but like you still may want to leave your your baby cars some money, right? <laughs> your, your micro machines some money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you have micro machines when you were a kid? I did. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You want your uh, precious Porsche to be taken care of <laughs> when you're long gone. I don't want Mercedes to end up stripping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down at some CD auto body shop, you know. Yeah. You hate to see your little bug wind up in an illegal chop shop. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. I don't know about estate planning for Transformers. Uh, we got a lot of humor out of that one. I know. That's a good one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, Stan. Our next question comes from Nicole. Can we see your TikTok video? <laughs> yes, I you suppose can. you just follow. What's do you want to shout out your TikTok? T- How does that all work? Right, first of all, if you follow me now because you listen to this podcast, you need to shoot me a message on TikTok and let me know who you are, unless your name's like obvious, so you don't get purged. Yeah, because I'm gonna purge all these weirdos, and I may <laughs> you may get grouped in with all the weirdos. But my TikTok handle is JG Long, L O N G. Okay, same as your Instagram. Well, except the O in Long is a zero uh, because somebody already had JG Long, some imposter out there. Someone's trying to take your that's identity. Right. Yes. <laughs> so that's you can find it. You can see my two videos. Please like and comment on Hudson so he'll get some more views. <laughs> make me feel better about myself. Uh, maybe he needs to dance. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> That's what you do. Maybe so. Uh, Nicole asks, what kind of bong is the Grace Bong? <laughs> it's a four-footer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spicy Boy asks, how many shares of AMC do you have, and do you plan to sell before $10,000? Uh, well, I have zero shares of <laughs> AMC. Is. Do you have shares in it? Didn't you I, say you bought I do some? not have any shares in AMC. I put all my money into Wish, oh. and it is tanking <laughs> bad. I so I bought five hundred shares of AMC back in February. I sold them all in June. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. So I'm not. I'm not holding on to them. Did you do uh, pretty well. I imagine so. I did okay. <laughs> I did all right. <laughs> and I got in before the craze. Right. Because I didn't have insider information. Okay. <laughs> right. I did not have that. Raytheon asked, would Moses not have broken the two tablets if they had been screen protectors and shockproof cases? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I like that. No, he wouldn't have broken them. <laughs> right. Uh 
by the way, we put Libby's got a phone. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's not a phone like she can't call anybody. It's like one of our old phones. Well, she broke the little screen protector that was on it, and we put a new one on there. Well, the other day, which was Friday, she Deidre picked up her phone. She's like, "Hey, this is already cracked, Libby. You know, like what's the deal? You dropping your phone all the time?" And Libby's like, "I hadn't dropped my phone." From that conversation on, I've seen her with my own two eyes drop her phone six times. <laughs> so the other day, what we did is we let every kid, the summer before they went into seventh grade, they got their phone. Because mm-hmm. Thomas got his, and that's when Hudson got his. So Libby will get one in a couple years. And so she was talking about, oh, I'll get my phone, you know, and all that. And I was like, look, we ain't buying you a new phone. You dropped that one too much. We're just going to get a SIM card for that one mm-hmm. that you're already destroying. You know, <laughs> right. So you need to take care of it because phones are expensive. And she got mad at me. Like, how dare you not buy me a new phone? And I was like, it's you're irresponsible. And yeah. I don't, you've given me no reason to think you deserve a new phone. Mm-hmm. So. That'll be a big, huge deal, and she'll probably end up dating some guy with a ponytail <laughs> because of it. But I'm going to hold my ground on that. I probably won't because Deidre will change my mind, as yes, she does, just like I was going to not buy Thomas a new car yeah. or a car, and, and now he's got a car. Fold faster than Superman yeah. on laundry day. Well, like women women are oppressed. You know, when you, <laughs> If you're ever online, women are oppressed in this country yeah. uh, and around the world. You know, some places more like women in America, not oppressed as opposed to or as compared to women in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Okay, but women have so much power, you know, like Mm -hmm. so much power. They run the world. Women got the right to vote without being able to vote about it. Think about that. You know, like all we had to do is get together and be like, nah. But everybody's like, you know what? I like getting laid. Let them vote. Also, they need to get none of the blame. Yeah, right. (laughs) Zero. No, right. That's it. We discussed this all fair last week about white women being right beside all the white men doing horrible stuff for forever. And they got away with it. It takes one nasty fat dude in Hollywood trading sexual favors for movie roles. Right. To get taken down and yeah. put in prison. Yeah. And yet there are female teachers. A left and right. <laughs> left and right. Hooking up with their teenage students. I know. And like everyone's like, oh, where right. were those teachers when I was in school? Nobody cares. Sure. Look, we've men have cleaned up our act. You know, really, we have. You don't hear too much about the dirty old man anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's all these female teachers. They're off the rails. They need to get it together. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they have a lot of fans out there. Sure they do. So. Sure they do. Yeah, anyways. Well, they have a lot of OnlyFans. <laughs> Not for much longer. <laughs> but only till October 1st. <laughs> That's our Bobo ask. Have you seen the old Alaska Nanooks hockey intro video? And can you tell me you don't want to hire this guy to make one for Earth Oddity? That's wild as I know the exact video he's talking about. <laughs> okay, I haven't watched it yet. You wanna- oh, you yeah, they'll watch it. I, all I remember much about it, it was like super crazy, and a bear was like flying a fighter jet. I'll tell you what, I got it right here. You know it's going to be good when you get the Chicago Bulls theme song. <laughs> I feel like someone's fixing to offer me a, a Coca-Cola. Look at there. <laughs> oh, Look <snap>. at there. <laughs> Look at this. Watch, watch what he does. Hockey stick, lightning, lightning. hockey stick. Now, kill all the people on this boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and now he's in the F-15. scene to Top Gun. (laughs) What's this? Oh, blow up that university. Blow up that university. Blow up that university. And, oh, I forgot about this. What's this? 
dropped a bomb in a volcano and destroys the earth. <laughs> and now he's in space. <laughs> Going through a time portal. That's a wormhole, John. Yeah, didn't know what that is. <laughs> a stargate. There, there's their home ice. Boom, destroys the roof. Nice. There you go. <laughs> Did that get you pumped up? Yes, I absolutely want this guy to. I would love for <laughs> to, to do our intro. I would love for him to do our next animation cartoon that we decide to do. You know, uh, speaking of which, my son. We were going to do, remember we were going to do a podcast, yeah, a gaming right. podcast. Well, sure. he just could not. I guess he's from a, a, a younger. He's he's Gen Y or what is Gen Z? He's I Gen have no Z. No idea. Yeah. He's whatever that generation is. It's video or nothing. He can't comprehend that people listen to podcasts and do other stuff and don't sure. sit in front of a tablet and watch a video. Yeah. And he was just begging me. He's like. Can we please just like play video games on the end? He wants to be a streamer. Yeah, he wants to be a Twitch streamer. And so I'm like, okay, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. And my computer cannot, it's not strong enough to play a video game and stream right. a, a live stream. So what I did was I got a capture card and I was like, okay, we'll play video games on the computer and then we'll pump that into the laptop. We'll stream from the laptop. We have yet to do a video game stream because now he's on to something else. <laughs> he wants to... <laughs> He wants to shoot Nerf guns on a YouTube channel. Okay, so there we go. Who knows what'll happen? But I do have a capture card now, so okay. maybe we can maybe we can do an Earth means. Oddity stream okay. sometime or something. All right, okay, maybe we need to do that. <laughs> we can we can Twitch stream us recording. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Which to I do. feel like would be uh, not good entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean that's just my. We don't do anything funny. I don't think it would be more. What am I trying to say? I don't think it would get more popular than the podcast would. Yeah. But, I mean, there may be a few people who like that kind of thing. Joe Rogan's huge. Sure. And people watch him. He is. So now, he that's, was all, on that's a, all he is, is just he and a person sitting, in a, sitting at sure. a table talking. So Now, he was on a successful sitcom and has had a stand-up <laughs> comedy career for decades. So he's yeah, got but, a built-in audience a little easier than us. Yes, but my point is that people like to watch him. Yeah. Talk. More than listen. Yeah. And all he does is talk. Well, so I mean, we can do it. It's yeah. fine with me. We'll see. I will not dress up. <laughs> no. No. All right, just so everybody knows, this is going to be us <laughs> looking like this. Jacqueline asks, because we are doing questions. Sure. Forgot all about <laughs> Forgot that. Forgot all about that. Jacqueline asks, if you could eat any color, which color would you eat? Purple. Really? Purple? Yeah. I would eat pink. Okay. All right, Tiny. <laughs> There on a regular go. basis. I have no idea what you're referring to. <laughs> the Can color you pink, John. Care to elaborate? The color pink. Okay. All yeah. right. It's uh, salty and sweet. <laughs> Last question. Nicole asks Crayola mac and cheese for show. Oh, she's just making a comment. Okay. So that's it. That's all the questions we have. Okay. A well, good deal. John, as our free show draws to a close, one thing we have to do before we end the show is we have to thank our patrons. Sure. We thank each and every one of you so much for all the support. And we would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. Those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick, Mick Will. Will. We That's all right. thank you so much 
for all you do to keep us loud, live, and independent. Yeah. Right here on patreon.com slash earth oddity. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll be doing some streaming. And I feel like we should let the Patreon members in on that before anybody else. Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) Yes. There you go. If you would like to be a Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but if you join at the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week. And then once a month, you get an exclusive patrons-only podcast. That's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. There we go. And speaking of extended shows, what do we have coming up in our Patreon extension today, John? Got a story about a man and a horse. Okay. There we go. And an all story. Yeah. Did the horse have a name? Uh, or was it a horse with no name? <laughs> I think it was a horse with no name. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, and then I have a story about a man who was nude mm-hmm. who stabbed another man who was nude okay. in Seattle. Nude on nude crime. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow, that's horrible. <laughs> that's worth $5 a month. <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> Uh, I guess that'll about do it. Do you have anything else to say before we go? No. Uh, shout out to my dad who officially retired from work. Congratulations. Saturday, yesterday was his last day at work. And if anybody deserves a break, it's my dad. I'm super proud of my dad. I'm very lucky to have a good dad. You know, some people have to come to the realization that their dad's not like, a great person. And I've never had to do that. My dad's always been awesome. My whole life. He's been the hardest working dude in the world. And I'm finally glad he gets to take a break. Now, I don't think him and my mom have been around each other that much in the last probably 50 years because my dad (laughs) has worked all that time and worked a lot. So, uh, I also would say that I, everyone should pray that my parents don't get a divorce. That, <laughs> at my age, that will be devastating for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll blame myself for it and everything else. So it's the kids who yeah. did nothing are the ones who suffer the exactly. most. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to go through that. I want to start having two Christmases at this time of my life, you know, <laughs> two birthdays, two birthdays, all of that. In yeah. your mid forties, you know, one birthday is difficult enough, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but for real, my dad and has employed everybody in our town just about. And, uh, you know, I, I've never heard anybody say my dad was a bad boss. Mm-hmm. Even people that I knew that he fired right. wouldn't say anything bad about him. They'd be like, well, yeah, I kind of deserved it. So, yeah. You know, I'm I'm proud of him and glad that he now gets to rest. Yes. Which uh, he's still got to finish unpacking everything that we moved into his house. I'm sure they'll be focused on that for the next good while. That and that delicious, delicious hot senior coffee. Sure. Now he needs to get in on a group like that. (laughs) He's at that age now. Yeah. He can go sit down at Hardy's and talk. And yeah, that'd be great for him. He might, he might voice a few more. Christmas katadas now. He's got some extra time. You <laughs> yeah. know, maybe hire him his services out. He can hit the circuit yeah. come December. People forget he's the voice of Earth Oddity. He is. You know? That's true. Recorded in a Sunday school room <laughs> after church one day. And it sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. A lot of people think we probably spent $500 on sure. that. And while it's definitely worth it, yeah. it cost us nothing. No, yeah, he did it for free. <laughs> yes. That's the type of man he is. Charitable, <laughs> I mean, respected. And uh, for real, all joking aside, I gave my dad hell as a teenager. 
I did. I was dramatic. I was stupid and I was rebellious and everything else. He did not deserve an ounce of it. And uh, so I'm so happy that he's finally getting to rest because I feel like I created a lot of headaches for him (laughs) over the years that were unnecessary. So I'm so happy for him. So if you see my dad, people out there, um, tell him he's an awesome person yeah. because he is. Yeah. And don't ask him to do squat no, because yeah. he's retired. Yeah, no, look, and Ma, uh, go easy on him, okay? <laughs> All right, let him let him have a month or two of just goofing off, you know, before you put the screws on him about getting everything else done. Okay? Yeah, don't go thinking now that he's retired, he's got more time to do what you right. want him to do. <laughs> I, I asked him today, I was like, how late are you going to sleep tomorrow? He's like, I'll probably get up about seven and mow the grass. I was like, I don't think you're getting an idea, you know? <laughs> I don't think you're getting the idea, man. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. We're on all those sur- streaming right. services. That's right. If you would like to write into the show like our buddy Terry did, mm-hmm. that is earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. We have some show art. You can check that out, underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. playing out loud I didn't mean to do that uh are you ready <laughs> yeah Tara smacking somebody's butt in there. <laughs> you wearing them out <laughs> okay patrons thank you for continuing to listen to the show uh today we uh we have some exciting stories <laughs>